Hello, you're very welcome to this MCFC podcast with myself and Thomas. Hello. Obviously, this is brought to you by the League Matchup website. So today is obviously the MCFC. We're going to be talking about the best club in the world, Manchester obviously. City. So there's a lot to talk about in this podcast. We're going to cover the preview match uh, tonight. We're also going to look at the result against Southampton and the previous weekend and what's to come in the league, future transfers, future departures, a lot more to come. Uh, myself and Thomas, as we are two City fans in the group, we will probably be liking to try and keep up these podcasts yeah. for yourselves. If you like them, always feel free to listen away and share away. So, Thomas, big result of the weekend, 4-1 massive at Southampton. Massive. I was very concerned before this game started because Southampton always find a way to take points off us. They knocked out the Carabao Cup yeah. in that they horrific did. game. They did indeed. It was the bad. Ca- the countless 1-1 and 0-0 draws that I've experienced against Southampton has been horrible. So That's why I'm kind of hoping they're going down. Exactly. Absolutely brilliant. But no, it was a, it was a very poor first 40 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, what was it then? The big man broke the deadlock just before the halftime. Oh, he's incredible. He's, on, he's, he's so amazing, good. That bicycle kick was magical. Into the second half. It yeah, was, it was so brilliant. good. No, we played well. It was good to get to see, see the team going, obviously, with Jack Rillish as well. Getting back on the score sheet, yeah, assist. That's, that's the crazy thing, though. Like, you got Erling Haaland scoring all these goals. I still don't think he was the best player on the pitch yesterday. Oh, but see, that's the thing about the man. He, he's, he's not always going to be the best player on the pitch, but the man's going to score you the goals. Yeah, J- Jack Willish since they, even since the international break, never matter from the World Cup. Yeah, stats has been fantastic. He's so good. Uh, oh. I'm I'm glad I've stuck with him. Uh, there, there's been a lot of hate on Jack Willish since he joined. Uh, I'm glad to say I was not one of those people. So well, I'll hold my I'll off. hold my hand up. I personally have a bit of a grudge against him over the uh, <laughs> Ireland England debate, but uh, now he's, he's grown on me. Now he has been absolutely fantastic. I was great to see Kevin De Bruyne break the fastest player to reach a hundred assists in the Premier League. Oh yeah, too. didn't just break it. He smashed, smashed it. It was a 60, 67 games quicker than Cesc Fabregas or yeah, something like that. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Amazing. I mean, he's still got a couple of years left in him. He's, it's, it's intense to see he's 33 with the way he's... Because I remember a few years ago, he had a massive injury midway through the season. And he come back and he looked horrific. He wasn't running. He just he looked a shadow of himself. And the fact that it's four years later, four years older, and he's playing the way he's playing, is beautiful to see. Well, he, he could he could be in our midfield for another three years. For another three, he four could. years. David David Silva stayed on to. He was about 30, 33. Yeah. Because obviously, why on the board? I can't. He probably will. To be fair, I don't think he's at any time leaving anytime soon. No. And there's also the debate: Is he the best midfielder ever to grace the Premier League? Obviously, that's not a, that's not a debate anymore. <laughs> he settled that uh, debate. United fans and Liverpool fans, uh, Chelsea fans, Chelsea fans at the Arsenal. They had something else to say about that, but we'll hold it to that. Yeah, no, so it was a brilliant result. Um, also, put a lot of pressure on Arsenal going into the Sunday game versus Liverpool. Uh, I kind of hope that the Liverpool is going to take something off them, and everybody's kind of giving me like, "No, why is yeah. up? And then I was like, oh, "Fair enough." They're two 0 up, and I was like, "This is just going downhill." But the Scousers came back, and uh, and I was I was I was really disappointed with Liverpool. I fully expected them being at Anfield to at least draw the game and that first 30 minutes 
how Arsenal have bottled that game after dominating so much for the first half an hour baffles me. The second half, they just fell off. They could have been beat as well. They should have been beat. If it beat wasn't for, for Ramsdale, that was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Well, that, that kind of puts a good point on to us, um, simply for the fact that we're only six points behind now. We, we have a game, game in hand. hand. And we have to play Arsenal. We but we gonna have, they're going to have two games in hand the time we play them at the end of the month. Yeah. Because they have the Southampton on Friday night, 21st, and then we've got their FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. So going into that game, they'll be nine points clear, which is going to be, you know, it's kind of a bit more, a bit more stressful for us. Yeah. Because we have to win our two games in hand. I know it's West Ham, which we should be beating, but the way to Brighton is going to be a tough game. We've got a, a way to Brighton. Brighton that's, that's the oh. other uh, oh. <coughs> postponed game. But again... Arsenal have around hard fixtures in as well. A couple of yeah, they've games got. Pretty, they only have all, all their games this season. All their difficult ones are all all away games. I think. Yeah. I think they've got Tottenham away, Brighton away, Newcastle away. All very yeah. West Ham away, away to us. Home to Chelsea, home to Brighton. Away at St James's Park is going to be a yeah, difficult. That's going to be the big one. It is because they got us. And then they've got Chelsea at home actually three days after us and the weekend. And then obviously they've got away to Newcastle, home to Brighton, away to Forest. There's a couple of hard games running in there too, but there's only really two two games I think. I can see Arsenal dropping points there and that's against us and uh, Newcastle. Newcastle. I don't yeah. think. I think Brighton would be hard, but Arsenal this season... If, especially that last three games, they're going to need that push. And that's, yeah. I, I think it's going to come down to goal difference. Yeah, but that's our run. And our run in the league actually isn't that bad. Like obviously, like I said, we've got the Brighton, which is probably going to be the hardest, hardest one to push by. But if you look at the rest of the fixtures remaining, you know, Leicester at home this Saturday, which should be an easy. We should blow Leicester out of the park, especially when they get Dean Smith in. Yeah. I think if you seen the interview with James Madison the other day, he's, he's he was out strong. of it. Um, then way to Fulham. Fulham's completely fell off form altogether. Yeah. They've lost Mitrovic now for the end of the season. Wouldn't really be too big of a problem. Home to West Ham, home to Leeds, home to Chelsea, away to Everton. The way to Everton is probably going to be the tough one, I reckon, with them fixtures. I mean, the the Burnley fans that had Daesh as their manager were very upset every time we uh, played them because you know we'd blow them away 5-6-0. But Daesh has got that. That capability to go and blow out a nil nil, especially at goes for whatever. And this, like, they're fighting for it. You know, yeah, they're going to need a big push, an absolutely massive push because they don't really want to go down. Yeah. Do they? It's, it's 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 sort of as much as I can see us taking maximum points from every single game for the rest of the season. It's also equally that I can see like three or four of these games being banana skins for us, where. I can I can just see it. I can see Chelsea having their one good performance of the season against us and beating us or something ridiculous like that. I I, I can't be too confident. I reckon it's good. it's going to be the last day goal difference. It's going to be oh. who scores the most goals. Yeah. Because we do have that bit of a gant, uh, four goals, four or five goals above yeah. Arsenal at the minute. And if we obviously if we beat, beat them, them it's going to go up. Go up. Depends. They don't. There's still a lot of running games. They can score a lot of goals. Yeah. We could. Only win one nils or three twos or bits and pieces of like that, and just kind of slowly lose the gap. But other than the Premier League, 
big one tonight. We've got oh, Bayern Munich at I home. Cannot wait. Absolutely buzzing. I mean, I'm absolutely buzzing that after this podcast, they'll probably stick to the pub for a few pints. Yeah. Well, I mean, to say a few, but it'll be a getting a bit silly. A lot, yeah. Because yeah. this time last year, we actually had Real, Ma- Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid. Was it very good Madrid last year? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I went. I went to the it was first. Was very time last game. year, and then Real Madrid obviously fold after that. But yeah, don't want to talk um, about that one. No, def- definitely not. So it's great to have another big team back. You know, we got the hardest yeah. side of the draw. Uh, Benfica, Inter, AC, Napoli all on the other side. Where yeah. We got Chelsea, Real Madrid, and Bayern Munich on our side. Which is, do you know what? I'd rather play them now than play either of them two teams in the final. Yeah. Because the other side don't scare me. Everybody's like, oh, but Napoli, Napoli. Napoli's been blown out of the water a couple of times this year. In the they, literally, they literally lost 4 0 to Milan yeah, they were what, right. last week. Yeah, they just about won of the weekend. Too. Yeah. They've been playing poor, but they're, they're missing big. Victor Oshman, he's, yeah. he's their big miss at the minute. But if we beat Bayern Munich tonight, you would think Real Madrid's going to beat Chelsea. It's, quite, it's going to be the rematch of the semi final last yeah. year. I'd, I'd rather play them in the semis in the final. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because they just know how to do it. But. I think tonight we need a big home result. Massive. Because if we, I, the only way I'll be confident with this tie is if we get a two-three goal swing at the AAD and then take that to Germany. But I don't see us beating Bayern Munich at the Allianz. Well, I yeah, I, I don't know. Take a draw, beat them tonight. You just oh yeah, for the draw. yeah, absolutely. But see, Bayern Munich. I was looking at them. I was actually I watched them at the weekend. They weren't overly too great. I mean. Their goal, they got knocked out of the cup because Freiburg game before, and then they they, they beat Freiburg one 0 but Delect scored a screamer from about forty yards out in the top corner. Yeah. The uh, Sane and Gnabry, they're looking at a Manny, they're looking a bit off it at the moment, which is probably good. Um, and they obviously they're no really striker, Chubin Mutang's out. Thomas yeah. Miller's playing striker, so it's it's just going to be a hard defensive. I say they they'll come tonight and just kind of hope that it's on the break and just. Yeah. really strong midfield and deep Mimigretzka and Kimmich just really holding back from that yeah. back four the, the only thing is it's Thomas Tuchel it is Thomas it's Thomas Tuchel, Thomas Tuchel. Ah. We, we owe him an absolute we, we need to get revenge for that Champions League final we need to absolutely smash him in this first leg because we know what they're capable of when he was at Chelsea being able to just hold out a 1-0 2-0 so if we like I said before, we need a, a really decent performance tonight to at least fill me with a bit of confidence. Yeah, I'm just happy Bayern Munich haven't been as on it as they usually have. Even against Dortmund, what two, two, three gifted goals? Yeah, that yeah, that, was that goalkeeper shocking. error was disgraceful. That's what I'm, I'm not really worried about Bayern. Well, I mean, it's a different team in Champions League than they are in the league, but. They still, they're still playing for the league too. Yeah, and obviously they're out of the Pokal, so the league is, is a big domestic thing for them to push. But would you go with the same team that started on Saturday at Southampton? Would you change it up? I, I think maybe Kyle Walker might play tonight on the right back. Maybe drop a Kanji. Maybe put Stones in. Into I don't think he's going to play. It's three two. No, I don't think he'll play that system. I either. think just keep the keep I think, basic. I think it'll be more. A typical Man City lineup. I think Ake has got to stay. Ake, yeah. Ake has to Ake's stay. Ake our left back for the rest of the season. Yeah. And possibly in the next season. I don't see why not. I don't see why we need to replace him. He's not. Yeah. He's not a. 
he doesn't really make a much mistakes. He's he's, not, he's he's kneeled down that spot. Yeah. Actually, in my opinion. Um, so. I've, I mean, I've seen a couple of transfer rumors about signing a left back. Yeah, a left back well, at Manchester well, City. I know. There's not often we say, but it's it? uh, some twenty-year-old Australian left back from Melbourne City. So that probably come I, sold out. I don't think we're going to be looking for a first-team left back. Definitely not in the but summer. A left back is summer that we kind of in the summer is what we need. You know, we don't really have one other than Ake, who was in there. He's made a makeshift left back. Yeah, but we lost Sinchenko in the summer. Well, we got Sergio Gomez, but he is it, Sergio Gomez. He he's um, mm. he hasn't really sparked the season. To be fair, he hasn't put that much. But I don't think he's a left back. I think he's just more. No, he plays in the kind of the wing when he plays for Spain in the twenty ones. Yeah, and but then he when he was at Dortmund played in midfield yeah uh, when he was at Anderlecht he played in midfield for the first half of the season yep and then company only switched him to left back about the last 10 games of the season yeah it's, it's a bit so you know I, I get Pep wants a team of 11 midfielders but you don't need to take that literally no literally but we'll see obviously we'll see Rodri Gondogan and, and Kevin mid, mid three tonight yeah I uh, I want to see Champions League Mahrez right wing tonight Ramadan Mahrez so I was going to ask you I would start Mahrez tonight obviously with Grealish and Haaland uh, but I've seen possibly that it may not be Mahrez tonight that they're talking and maybe playing Bernardo Silva Silva on the wing but it's maybe that's maybe more of a come back and cover yeah then more of a attacking end you know it just depends on what kind of way by me that night I I'm sceptical of Bernardo Silver on the wing I he was brilliant for us in those first few seasons um, and then he got got that midfield role and gone back to the wing this season it looks like he doesn't know how to play it yeah. he I don't know it just hasn't worked but he's been he's been fantastic oh, see he's course. in the midfield he's absolute workhorse I don't know. It just depends what way Bayern Munich's going to line out. If if they depends if they go defensively, really defensive, trying to hit on the break with either Mane or uh, Sane on the wings. Mm. I've, I've noticed in the Bundesliga they've been playing four at the back. Yeah, but I think this will be typical Thomas Tuchel. I, I do three at the back. Yeah, I, yeah. with wing backs. Got f- five at the back. Yeah, is Cantel allowed to play? Cancelo's probably well is he going to play he's played he played the weekend but obviously he's still kind of has that out of favour moment yeah he, like, don't get me wrong he, he can be allowed to play all he wants but he doesn't look like he's uh, able to get into that team at the moment which yeah. is staggering yeah I'd say the least looking at those Bayern Munich wing backs well uh, put a prediction and I'm going to go big I'm going to go bold I'm going to I think they are going to score but I'm going to go for 3-1 us with Haaland getting a brace I I I think we're going to take a three goal advantage to the Allianz but then I also just remembered we can't keep clean sheets save our life no. so I'm going to go 4-1 4-1 4-1 yeah I think that's I think probably a Haaland brace well, it, at least you think it wouldn't it but then, then the guys know about Haaland oh, yeah. and then Byron boys but so but, did uh, I mean I, I don't know, I saw Thomas Tuchel's press conference and he said, um, he was asked how he's going to stop Haaland and um, he basically said he's not going to, I don't know if he's being serious because uh, I don't know many managers who decide to 
out themselves in a press conference, but he basically just said he's not going to mark Garland. He's going to stop the ball from even getting to him, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, this is the. We'll see what her, her predictions falls up in the uh, next episode. We can go back and review it. Hopefully, a review and a Hopefully positive a win, positive result, positive, positive result, which which be which would be pretty big. Following on then for the treble, which you hope is going to happen in the FA Cup. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, getting getting uh, Sheffield is a bit of a wouldn't say a off oh, really disheartened Sheffield here, but a bit of a an advantage yeah. for us simply because we can kind of rest players against yeah. Sheffield. We got Bayern Munich next Wednesday, uh, and then obviously we got Sheffield next Saturday, and then Arsenal the following Wednesday. So yeah. it gives us a chance to kind of maybe change the squad up, rest a few boys. I mean, I, I'm sure second squad or you know. If you change, it wouldn't make a difference. I mean, if uh, if I'm being really harsh, I would. Mm, I don't. I, I can't. I don't actually know if it's up to us or not. But if it was up to us, I wouldn't allow Tommy Dolan and James McAtee to play against us. They aren't. They're not allowed. No, they're not allowed to play against us. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we've been on fire this season. Yeah. Little, uh, we we can Sheffield United a little bit. I think we're probably going to need to see Calvin Phillips start that game. Sergio Gomez start that game. Alvarez will probably start that game, even though he doesn't deserve to have to start that game. I know. Yeah, um, he's, been, he's been fantastic. But yeah, no, I, I, th- I think with with the, the demand of the fixtures that we have, that will have to be a take a breather. Yeah, well, try and get I through the that, game. You'd like to see Cole Palmer get her on it. I don't. I wouldn't say I'd like to see it, but we're gonna have to. Yeah. Well, we're gonna. Uh, do you want really Cole Palmer? No. Do you not know? anymore. <laughs> He sc- you know what, he scored that goal in the Champions League a few seasons ago and I thought, this kid's going to be incredible. And then he, just, he had that game against Swindon in the FA Cup. I thought it again. Um, and he just hasn't turned up. He just hasn't. He, 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 he did, he did score in the, in the FA Cup against Burnley. Do you know what, I, I, yeah. Like, I just, Palmer's one of them, but he's not going to be the Foden, but he's one of them players that you just have and you just kind of have to eat him through he's silly through and through yeah and you just kind of have to well you back him I mean he's, he's one of a very lot of boys that actually made it through the academy playing yeah. the first team you know the likes of Tommy Doyle and James McAtee like we yeah. talked a minute ago they're out on loan they're not really but I don't think they'll come back for City they'll probably, they'll probably stay Sheffield I, I, I don't think Tommy Doyle will but I think James McAtee's got a decent chance he's still young so yeah Still 19 still I think still pretty so young. he's still got a chance but well if we, uh, we should get over the line and then obviously it's the winner United and Brighton which which should do, uh, do you know what not everybody's in United Brighton I wouldn't this every has been absolutely yeah. fantastic for uh, that, so far. Like that, that's a game that I see and I look at and I go United if United play the way they play in the, the, those sort of games they'll lose that game Absolutely, they'll they won't they won't win that game. With it being one one leg as well, um, United have every chance to mess that up. Don't get me wrong; I'd love to see it Manchester derby final. Oh, but oh, absolutely! They blow them out of the park at Wembley. But I, I mean, don't. It'd be easy enough for their fans to yeah. head home, sure. Yeah. When ninety percent of them live in London, right? Yeah. But I don't. I don't. I don't think. As, as, I, when I saw the draw, I don't. I don't think they'll get through it. I well, really don't. I think it'll be a City Ryan final. It's going to be a very hard. So they're away to Sofia on the Thursday night. So yeah. they'll not get home to the Friday, and then they have to travel down to Wembley on the Saturday night. Yeah, 
So, if you you know, where, where between that Friday and Saturday, are you really going to get a bit of tuning in? Or even a bit of rest. Yeah. Just. You literally, yeah. you're literally playing, and you're going straight to Wembley. Well, that, that may, that may hit, hurt Manchester United. Yeah. Gives Brighton that advantage, obviously. They get a longer rest. I mean, they're not playing Champions League or, or Europa League or anything on, on the midweek, so I don't see why they. It should be a problem for them. They're getting enough a week's rest, and that that would be good. No, but it be good. Uh, I think we'll, we'll win the FA Cup. I think we'll, we'll win the Prem. Mm. And I think we'll win the Champions League. I hope so. I really do. And that the treble. But the the only problem with obviously competing for that treble is how long this season is going to be for us. Because one, I think it'll probably be it'll probably be the Champions League final that'll be it'll be pushed back into June. Yes, yeah, so scheduled them for the tenth of June. The tenth of June. So the FA Cup's the third of June. The last game. Even the, the FA Cup's in June as well. Yeah. Oh, it was a so World Cup. It was World Cup season as well, wasn't it? Really. Yeah. But still, two finals back to back weekends is tough. You, you, it's tough. Well, you think three because the last game, the last game of the May, season as well, yeah. Sunday. So you know you've got three big games and and three weekends, which is like three cup finals. To be honest. Yeah. Although to be fair, the rest of our season is a cup final every game. It is. We 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 put it put it simply, we have to win every game of the season. We can't afford to let it come down to Arsenal slipping up. Nah. We, we have to put it in our own We've hands. Got the experience for it. Yeah, let's do it. Everything. You know what I don't like how Arsenal draw at Anfield, which is a good result. And now everyone's suddenly... Everyone who's been saying, ah, oh, it's Arsenal's title to lose, Arsenal's going to win the league, all this, since Christmas, suddenly switch up and say it's, you know, it's our title to lose. It's, it's all... Yeah, everybody just thinks, like, oh, it's, no, but they, they want to slip their gas over. Yeah, like... It's far from over. Like, I, I, I'm... Saying, I've, I've backed us since I'm Christmas. Back. Yeah, so, so I, I never really had... We just, we just weren't playing, but since the actual... End of the end of January, we've been the February. We've been fantastic. Yeah, we're blowing teams out of the water, and we're back to our very best. Yeah, which a four-one win against Liverpool, followed up by a four-one win against Southampton, six-nil against Burnley, seven-nil against Leipzig. Those were our last four games. Yeah, like, like, that's in. just. Leipzig are a good team as well. Seven-nil. Yeah, that, that was madness. They absolutely fell apart. I mean, LA, though, but like, there's there's a lot of players. I say. Well, there's talks about leaving at the end of the year, Aussie. Mr. Whoopi, I'll get on the one. Oh, yeah. going. Laporte. So you're losing three players, but you'd like to see all these like sort of city legends have been in this club for so yeah. long. Vinny, David Silva, Yaga, Pablo, yeah. you know, Joe Hart, um, Aguero, all these players that well, Kev's still there, but for now, you know, all these players have been with us and won FA Cups, Premier League, Carabao Cups, Community Shields. Yeah. Never got a European success, and it's it's probably going to be one of their regrets of never doing it. You would like to see, especially somebody like Al Kaigon, oh. such a player, deserves a Champions League. I don't know why we all just give it a boys after For City, like, he deserves a Champions League for City all day long. He's yeah. been that good for us. Like, he deserves I, it. I, I can't believe we're just letting him go. For well, free. There is talks for another year, but he doesn't want. He wants longer than that. He wants. I think he wants. 
He doesn't even want a pay rise, I don't think. He just wants a long-term deal for his last contract and then before probably he retires. See, Barcelona are very interested. Yeah, and the f- honest, honestly, the way I've seen it over the last few years, if you have a player that leaves in the summer, if they want to stay, they sign the contract by March, mid-March latest. We're 11th of April. His contract expires in two months. Yeah. I I think we'll be seeing news in the next month that Ilkay Gundogan is moving to Barcelona. See then, Bernardo Silva is possibly going to Barcelona. I don't like Merlin Ford. Just want Oliver. Yeah, no, Bernardo Silva won't go to Barcelona. You don't think they can't? They well, can't, they can't afford they him. They can't afford him, especially with what they had to do with Gavi. Yeah, like they've, they've literally just had one of their own senior players have to back to a youth contract. Yeah. And lose his number with six six or eight. I think it's was he number ten? No, was he wasn't. He was number ten. That's anti-fight. Yeah, it's anti-fight. But yeah, no, he's back to number thirty now. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he was six um, or eight or one of him and Pedri's one or the other. But uh, yeah. yeah, so and, and now they want to pay money for what sixty, seventy million pound at least for Bernardo Silva. Yeah, they're they, not going to let him. It's not possible. No, I don't think it'll be hard. He'll get to, to PhD if he does leave. You think? Yeah, they were interested in was it in the summer or January? PSG could do a better look, Bernardo Silva. They're not that could resolve a, a lot. lot in our midfield too because midfield's old age and it's just not really creative what what a Bernardo Silva does. But if they do leave, so if, if you do lose two midfielders, I actually want to include a third as of this morning, Aston Villa. Calvin Phillips. They really, really want Calvin Phillips. Yeah, which I'm happy enough. We shouldn't have paid a fifty million for him. I think it was a panic buy to yeah. kind of fill the English quota and to kind of fill that CDM role whenever we had a good uprising like Romeo Lavia. Yeah. And I look how fantastic he's been for Southampton this year. I mean, honestly, what I see there with it, obviously the Bellingham decision is imminent. That'll fulfil the other English quarter. I wouldn't mind selling because we've we've set a price tag. We've set forty-five million pound. I wouldn't mind selling Calvin Phillips forty-five million pound. Trigger the buyback for Lavia, just forty million pound. Mm-hmm. We've made, we've discount, we've taken five million loss from the original purchase, but and then Jude Bellingham comes in in the summer. I don't see a problem with that. I mean. Even if he gets fit next season, I don't see Calvin Phillips playing much. No, I don't. I don't think he would. I think Jude Bellingham Quinn and Alexis McAllister from Brighton yeah. would be a nice, a nice cover. Be a nice, nice break into that. And of course, if, if you do bring in a new fullback, and then if Laporte goes, I did see we're interested in a couple of other centre backs too, mm. a new defensive. But we'll hope to see. I don't see. I don't. I don't think. Well, we are going for a new winger. I reckon the new winger. Raphael Leal's really linked and. I don't think we'll go for a big money winger though. Do you not think? No, I think it's either a big money midfielder or a big money winger. I don't think we can do that. We we do need an extra winger in though. Yeah, I think an extra winger wouldn't be too bad Ma- because m- we've been linked with Matoma from Brighton. Yeah, but I'd but see, then you've got obviously Grealish and Mar- Maris is getting a bit older now. Then you got Phil who plays in the wing, but another fourth winger would be it's really key. Because then you get Alvarez that can play, kind of play there too. Yeah, but you but don't really lose a striker option. You lose a striker option as well, don't you? I, yeah, the thing with Matoma though, I look at him and I go, don't get me wrong, he's a good player. 
but I'm just not convinced he's a top, top, top level Manchester City worthy winger. Mm -hmm. I, you know, he's 25. It's not really that young. I don't think he's the right option. I think, I think we should just focus on rejuvenate the midfield first, and then, because we, I mean, everything I see now is, um, Jude Bellingham, Caicedo, Alexis McAllister, that Spanish kid from um, Celta Vigo, with the release clause. Mm -hmm. I think we're going got to sign at least two midfielders this season. Ah, oh, yeah, at least. Um. This is going to be the biggest rebuild apparently in a, in a while. Yeah, I, I don't know where we're going to go with it to be honest. It's going to be fun to see, and it's it, going to be it weird will because like we didn't, none of us would have thought we'd bring in a Kanji until yeah they came on deadline day for fifteen million. So yeah, it's, it's going to be it's going to be good to see. And we'll forward in lastly to this obviously with Pep, he's going to stay now for another couple of years. But yeah, I don't think he wants another league job. I think he probably will go to Spain or international, international job, jobs. Yeah. Brazil was linked. Uh, different jobs I got too. Mm. Vincent Company, your next man to bring in. I'd love it, but and he said it himself in a press conference. We deserve whoever the best manager in the world is at the time. And that just... It isn't Vincent Company. Do you know what? Fair enough. Don't get me wrong, he could come in and do an absolute worldy job. But I also don't want to see like um, an Ole Gunnar Solskjaer situation at Man United where we bring in a club legend. It doesn't go very well. It'd be very hard to tarnish Vincent Company's legacy in Manchester well, City, but... We've got the. I just don't want to see him failing. Well, Vinny's bringing success. Like you know, he's mm. bringing success, but all he didn't really as much. You know, he got a couple of really good Cardiff and years out in the different leagues. But I think obviously, with if Pep won't leave until he thinks Vincent's ready. But if Vinny comes in and we have a per season first season, fair enough. Yeah. Stick by him, build the team he wants, and go for it. I think. I don't know. He's just got such a man there that knows the club inside out, yeah. and he's not. And if he thinks he's in the right fit, he'll walk. He'll not stay and destroy the club while other managers would. Yeah, Do you know they don't really, don't really care. But it's going to be interesting to see actually who the managers is. Obviously, Klopp's going to be gone. Pep's going to be gone. Yeah, I think I think I think we'll see Jurgen Klopp resign in the summer. Yeah, I just think I was I was, I was having a talk with this to my dad the other day. I just think he's got too much respect for Liverpool. He's done too much for them to walk out mid-season I think he's going to see it through oh yeah I, I, I and I think, think he'll resign in the yeah, summer because they're not sack him no I mean if, if he don't even get conference league yeah Liverpool in the conference league they need, to, they need to start actually winning games for that though yeah but even I, if they don't get in the conference league he'll go I mean what would you if you're a Liverpool fan you would there's a ghost like if Pep did everything and we sort of really going downhill Mm. you know as much as you like well do we give him another year do you go I think if it was this stage he'd probably go if it was seven well six years we've had him yeah but Klopp is there an extra year seven years and seven year curse but I think Pat will stay for another two years next season and then probably the season after that will be his last season hopefully Vinny's ready to step up yeah and, uh, uh, hopefully I'd, li I'd like to see uh, yeah I'd like to see anything coming to get another job before 
comes to say. Well, if, if he gets a job at Brighton, uh, or keeps our Brentford up for or not Brentford, Burnley, Burnley up for another year, possibly gets a move somewhere. Yeah. To a kind of a, who else would you really take? I mean, who's actually not so much as a bigger club, but other than the top six or eight, the Eddie Howe's going to be at Newcastle for a while. You know, yeah. who, who else? Where's he going to go? He's not going yeah, to go to Tottenham. He won't. He won't go to another big six team. Mm. So it's gonna ha- it's gonna be a team who's gonna be mid table or pushing for. To be fair, if I've I've seen a lot of bold predictions for Burnley for next season. I've seen people say, oh, Vincent Company is gonna push them top ten first season. If he does something like that, I'll back him straight away. If he does come in, but I, I don't want I don't want him in just for the sake of it. Yeah. I do want a good manager yeah absolutely totally agree that's priority number one yep absolutely agree well we'll wrap this podcast up this is for this week's we'll be back next week with hopefully her predictions came true yeah uh, we'll also talk about the game tonight next week in, in the second leg yeah in the second game and then obviously yeah by Munich next Wednesday so it'll be interesting to see obviously this weekend as well in the Premier League see how the results go if it goes in their way if it doesn't go our way and what happened in the city news between now and then perfect also stay tuned next week we've got a big idea of obviously the development in the city and how it's going to be used for the Euro bid and what it means for the actual for the atmosphere and the stadium and what we've built the club up and stuff so we'll follow that on to next week's episode thank you very much for listening until then goodbye bye